Welcome back once again to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We look today at Philippians chapter 2 verses 19 to 30 and the heading for this reflection is Deeper Relationships. We come to our good and gracious God in prayer, asking for his help as we read his word and reflect on it today. Yes, Lord, we praise you for your word. We thank you for the way that you speak to us through it. Thank you that for us, these are the very words of life. We ask that we would hear your voice speaking to us today and that your word would be life-giving for us. Lord, we come to you confident because we know you and we know your word. But we don't want to presume on your goodness and your grace. So, Lord, we pray for your forgiveness And we ask that you would come to us afresh by the Holy Spirit right now. Fresh grace for us today and tomorrow we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. So Philippians chapter 2 and beginning at verse 19. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. And I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard that he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but also on me, to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him, so that when you see him again, you may be glad, and I may have less anxiety." So then, welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honour people like him because he almost died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to make up for the help that you yourselves could not give me. Well, Christ first, others second, ourselves third. What do you think about that as a set of priorities? I suggest that that's exactly what we see here in these verses. Christ first, others second, ourselves third. 
Christ first? Well, we see that everywhere here. We certainly see it in verse 21. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. That's the challenge, the ideal that Paul holds up, uh, enshrined in Timothy's life here, is looking first to the interests of Jesus Christ. Both Timothy and Epaphroditus and Paul prioritise Christ. So that's the first thing, Christ first. But just one of the really interesting things here is how they prioritise Christ. And what Paul is talking about is actually serving others. So they prioritise Christ essentially by prioritising the life and work of Christ's people. Putting it in a slightly different way, we might express it this. They pri- in this way, by prioritize, they prioritise Christ by prioritising others and the work of Christ in God's people. Timothy prioritises Christ by having a genuine concern for the Philippians. Epaphroditus prioritises Christ. He's possibly their pastor, but he leaves them for a moment and he risks his life for Paul, God's apostle. Again, just to be clear, they put Christ first, but they do that by prioritising Christ's people. We are called to do the same. We are called to love others practically. Note that Epaphroditus was helping by caring for Paul's needs. As we do this, we are serving and loving Christ. Christ first, others second, ourselves third. There is a real self-forgetfulness here, I think. Uh, Paul is talking about Christ and he's talking about his friends and he's talking about the church and he's not really thinking about himself at all. Christ first, others second, ourselves a distant third. But, and here's the thing, there is a wonderfully attractive depth of relationship here. There is emotion, there is a commitment, there is love. Paul's relationship with Epaphroditus is strong and deep. His relationship with Timothy, a sort of father-son relationship, is so strong. There is richness here. This is life lived out in colour, going deep with people, giving time to those significant others, those partners in the gospel who are part of the Christian family and who are close friends. It's wonderfully attractive. And I think the point is that it's as we prioritise Christ and prioritise others, that actually we gain so much ourselves. If we focus on ourselves, if we live our lives selfishly, if we pursue selfish ambition, if we are trying to gain, gain, gain for ourselves, then as Jesus says, ultimately we lose our lives. But it's as we prioritise the work of Christ, as it is worked out in others, that we gain so much ourselves. So let's follow this pattern. Christ first, ourselves, uh, others second, and ourselves third. And as we do this, we shouldn't be surprised that we gain more than we can ask 
for or imagine. For we follow the Lord Jesus who said, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Let's come to our God in prayer together. Christ first, others second, ourselves third. Help us, Lord Jesus, to prioritise our relationship with you, to really dig deep into the things of you and grow in knowledge and love of you. Help us to do that in times like this. Help us to study, to wrestle with your word, to pray, to worship, to develop our relationship with you. But Lord, we recognise through this reading that actually one of the ways we prioritise our relationship with you is by loving and serving others others of your people, others from the household of faith, and then allowing that to spill over into the wider world. Help us to prioritise you as we serve others. And Lord, yes, give us a a real self-forgetfulness. But as we reorder our priorities perhaps today, Help us also to recognise that you are no one's debtor. That it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. That rewards of grace are there waiting for us, including deeper relationships. When we order our priorities in the way that we are called to in these verses, help us, O Lord, we pray. Strengthen us by the power of the Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen.